a lot of women in NXT. And to see our careers grow and now we're the same place at the same time, I want to be generous. I want to give Mia Yim the first lottery ticket. And after I beat Mia Yim, Regal can line them all up one by one. And after I beat them all, there is no conversation, no debate, no doubt. It is simply fact that Charlotte Flair is the greatest of all time. Past, present, and future. Hello and welcome to the War Report, everybody. How are you? I'm fine. That's great. It's quarantine fucking day 47. I don't know. I, I forgot what day it was. I, as always, I'm your host, Johnny Rawls, and I'm joined by Cyrus on the probably one of the darkest weeks in wrestling uh, yeah. history, I guess, um, if you want to say. Uh, the, uh, what, the, do you want to start first? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I, I, I'll start with a little bit first. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> I lost count of how long I've been in quarantine. I have I haven't been counting. Uh, damn, I was I was gonna say I've been counting in like weeks, but I don't even think that's true anymore. Like, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm in it for the long haul. Um, this work from home stuff is ass. I'm I'm not a big fan of it. Um, like it's not great um uh, uh, uh like i don't like i'm glad i'm getting paid but like fuck man <laughs> can y'all leave me alone for like a couple of days please like fuck uh but um nah man uh yeah this is probably one of the darkest like not darkest i like i wouldn't say it's a like the darkest day but i would say like it's not a good day or you know it's not a, it's not a great week for a lot of people, you know, for the world in general, but uh, please, man, to keep it real with you, it is what it is. Like this is just pe- people treating it as if this isn't really a, you know, like the the coronavirus wasn't like responsible, you know, or like played a heavy hand. Like people, people are like acting like, you know, WWE just did this. For no reason, you know. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, because I, I got a lot to it, say about this shit. It, 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 it's ridiculous. Um, like, you know, like, there, there there's some points where I'm like, I'm there with you. But then, you know, people, pe- I feel like people are, uh, they're on the, they're on the right track, but then they take like a wrong turn. Like, yeah, you know, WWE is a billion-dollar company, you know, eat the rich, all that bourgeoisie, all that other shit, you know, and then uh, firing workers, you know, that shit sucks, but, you know, every company is doing it, um, so let's not act, like, I, I saw a tweet literally, like, a couple seconds ago, it was just, like, the WWE crisis, and it's just, like, dog, it's a global pandemic, dog. Like, this is happening all over the world. A lot of employees are getting, uh, what is it called, like, furloughed or whatever? Furloughed. Yeah, furloughed. Um, And, you know, they might might or might not come back. Who who knows? Um, At any point, I'm expecting uh, the email telling me the same shit, you know, like, probably next week. Yeah. yeah, like I, I, I'm like guys, I'm with you on that. Like it sucks, it's bad out there, it's hard outside. Uh, hopefully, these wrestlers, you know, saved a lot of money, or you know, have a lot of shit in their savings account. Um, but for a lot of these people, I'm not gonna weep for them because they're in a better position than I will be when I'm eventually forlorn or whatever, uh, whatever you fucking pronounce the word, whatever. Um, so like I'm not really gonna weep for them, you know. Uh, that that's kind of like where I'm at. Like I don't like. Sorry if that sounds shitty or like super selfish, but like they they are in a higher social class than me. And if we eat in the rich, I don't give a shit. That's kind of where I'm at. Well, <clears throat> the A Show had a uh, an emergency podcast episode. They talk about this in like this good discussion. Everybody should listen to it. I'm gonna say this, and it's probably gonna be a little different 
than uh, a, what a lot of people were saying. I understand where both sides, where the argument is coming from. WWE is a billion billion dollar company. WWE was going to end with, <clears throat> excuse me, record profits at the end of the year, whether they did something or didn't. They were in their own press releases, like the people have pointed out. Uh, they saved over a hundred million dollars not doing uh, construction on their new building. These cuts that happened in Wednesday was about eight million dollars. Now, I don't know if it's going to hit other wrestling companies, and it probably will. The coronavirus pandemic is hitting the job force crazy right now. There's something like 22 million people unemployed. Uh, Either they got laid off or they got furloughed. But where people are, where the distension is coming from is that WWE is built better than any other company to weather the storm and to help people. Now... There's things that have came out and said that furloughed people will get benefits. And then, you know, with some of the NXT people that got released, they'll get paid in X amount of days and then they're free to do whatever they want. Here's the thing with that. Nothing in wrestling other than WWE, which got the special exemption from Florida, is moving. ROH isn't really doing anything. Impact is doing some tapings and stuff like that. But, you know, like uh, New Japan's not doing anything. AEW taped a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, they did that. But the day before the cuts, Vince McMahon lost a whole bunch of money doing the XFL. Again, that's another thing with coronavirus. But at the same time, I understand where people are coming from saying like they are more well off. But these are still people. People lost jobs. Like it sucks. You know what I mean? Like I know that, you know. Maybe if it came with WrestleMania, like WrestleMania cuts happen all the time. They happen all the time, but it just sucks to the to the point where people are getting laid off and furloughed due to the coronavirus thing. It's just the timing of it. It just doesn't look good. It just doesn't look good. I, I just, I'm not going to be in a position where I'm taken up for a corporation. I'm sorry. I'm never going to do that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to do that. And another point where I have is there Wednesday, something disturbing happened. And this happens a lot with Twitter. And this <laughs> happens with a lot with wrestling. I was almost embarrassed to be a wrestling fan on, on Wednesday. People are fighting each oh, other. People are saying day, stuff. Man. Yeah, but that that's not that's not the point. The, times like this is where people should come together. Okay, we are dealing with a deadly virus that is touching every single part of everything. I mean, you're saying like, um, you you say that we 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 should come together, and I think that uh, in in a funny way is that you know a lot of wrestling Twitter did, you know, Uh, everybody's unified under hate. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> see. That's the problem with wrestling and kind of like wrestling fandom in general. I feel that a lot of wrestling fans watch it just to argue and not to like. There, there. You can have civil disagreements with everything. That is fine. Okay, you know what I mean. Like we have them all the time. You don't agree, you talk about it, but it, it yeah. gets to the bickering and like, you know, I just don't understand watching something that you don't like. You know that you're gonna hate, and just to have something to argue with somebody with, I just think that's yeah. Just, and and um, you know, energy just not well spent. And I think the absolute worst of that happened on Wednesday. And I think as wrestling fans, yeah, we all need to take a look in the mirror. We all have to realize that these are people at the end of the day. Okay, these are people with who don't currently have a job and they don't have prospects to go to because everything is shut down right now. All right. So like whether you, you know, you feel one way about the WWE, listen, I, like I said, like I don't, I am not okay with every single thing that WWE does, but I also realize that we are dealing with an unprecedented situation on our hands. This is a, probably something that we may never see again. And, you know, like, I and know. wait, um, go ahead. Uh, 
you know how you said like they usually do WrestleMania cuts, you know. Um, but this is this was much more than you know, just like the the usual spring cleaning that a lot of people that are you know oh, yeah, so kind of so, used to at this point. So it's yeah, and it's just like you you just have to you know look outside, man. Like a lot of like you know how they got uh, rid of uh, you know agents, refs. Uh, producers, writers, like you know, like Mike. It's Yoda, different man. this time Mike, around. Mike, Mike yeah, Yoda, thirty years. Like you let him go, though. You know what I mean? Like that—that's shitty. And you know what? He might come back. So you know, I'm I'm sure he's going to be okay. Um, the for agents, for a lot of that, for agents, for a lot of these people, man. The agents, I get because you're not running Raw SmackDown from arenas. You're running it from the PC. You're not going to need that many agents and i do think that they're going to come back i i i i mean i think like some of the wrestlers i don't know i you know rusev i mean we could talk about it i think rusev probably goes if they could sign him probably go to AEW. uh you know carl anderson and gals will probably go back to new japan and you know do stuff there like it's just no way jose i don't know because indies aren't running so like they can't do things there but you know some of the names, I was just like, really, guys? But at the same time, I don't know. Like, it's people look at, hey. I'm just saying, like, people look at, like, WWE having all this TV money and all this stuff, and they're still doing that. You know, like, it's different <laughs> than, it's different than a, the guy who uh, has a local, you know, let's just say, video Indeed. game store. And yeah. he has to lay off staff, he lay and off. he has to do that. And basically, like he's losing money because people can't shop for him. They're still getting money, <laughs> you know. They're actually yeah. not losing money because they lose. They lost money running house shows. They're not running them anymore, so you cut expense there. So I understand. I see both sides from. You know, being on the business side and seeing people get laid off because of coronavirus, but seeing why people may be upset because WWE is in a different position than a lot of other people. You know, AEW, it might hit them because they make money off. uh, They have a unique situation where they make money off ticket sales and stuff like that. So we don't know. Yeah. Um, At this point. You know, everybody can, you know, have their pitchforks and go at each other, threaten and all that. Um, you ain't never going to see me go back and forth with no loser on uh, Twitter. Um, and we just got to hope the curve flattens, man. You know, stay inside. Um, yeah, y'all talking about, you know, delivering fades. Uh, stay your ass indoors. Um, and then, like, flatten the curve, man. That, that's, that's, like, that's, that's the real concern here. I'm not fighting. Like, uh, I'm not fighting people over uh, scripted television. I, just, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like wrestling. That that's not even real fights. Like, there, there's a predetermined outcome. Yeah. Like, we are watching it for entertainment. Why? What are we? What are we fighting for? And and you know, we're we're we're, pal, we're, we're pals with Justin or uh, OG Johnny Five. So it is what it is. But um, if y'all want to fight him, uh, I'm listening. I'm fine yeah. with everybody, but I'm just saying, like, they're not like everybody. Knock it off, okay? Like, because we're people, a, a lot of you guys are being ridiculous. <laughs> no, like I'm, on all sides. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, everybody, chill out. Like, it, this is. First of all, I understand that we are all stressed. We've been in the house for damn near more than 30 days, okay? Can't do anything. Everybody's a little antsy. Everybody's a little, like, chill out. Like, realize that, like, we watch this for entertainment. You know what I mean? Like, And at the end of the day, they're not even fighting. They 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 yeah. come in, they, they sit in a room, and they're like, okay, X is going to fight Y, and Y is going to win. Like, that, yeah. that's what like, it is. Like, there's no... I'm not. I'm not like, getting into yeah, y'all, with you. Like, like, like I, like I always say, like, watch, act like you watch wrestling before, man. Like, act, like, act like you know what's going on here. Um, you know, I, I, you know, having the moral high ground for this, uh, you know, this, you know, this form of entertainment or whatever, you know, it, 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 it's so, it's sometimes it's a losing battle. 
you know, uh, you can't, you can't necessarily win on all fronts. Like not every company is like the best company or, you know, the favorite company. Uh, it's a corny business. I'm, I'm not, yeah, it, it's a super corny business. Uh, if you're going to be in this, you might as well just go with the person that basically has the better product. Um, that that's just how it is. Um, yeah, man. My my main concern is with just flattening the curve because there there there's a lot of other shit that goes on when once wrestling turns off, you know. And I just want no. Nah, I just listen. At the end of the day, I just want everybody to be all right. This like you know what I mean. Like yeah. this virus has taken everybody out, young, old, everything. Like, yeah, and I, I I I get like. My main thing is, I think you know, every everybody like kind of like understood that you know about the coronavirus thing, how it's a global pandemic and uh, and all that. But I think once it like once it really affected one of their forms of escapism, whether if you like WWE or not, um, it kind of like set something off, you know, like this thing that I sort of thought was untouchable, uh, you know, fuck like. You know, like how movie releases are, you know, getting pushed back, you know. Yeah, uh, I write about movies. I can't, you know, I don't know the next time I'm going to see a new release that's not VOD to write about. I don't know. You yeah. Know, it could be the beginning of July. But then again, like, do I want to put myself in that position to be there? I don't know. Because that's a health yeah. issue. You know, like wrestling. uh When's the next time we're going to have a live event with a whole bunch of people? That might not be until 2021. That's a real thing. Like, everybody's uh, way of life is being upended. And I think that we need to, to be honest, like, to give each other grace and space to kind of explore that and stop the fighting. Like, stop fighting, man. Like, at the end of, like... Listen, we all stop. No. It's not even like fighting or like stop trying to stop threatening each other. No, it's like we all came up and we watched the ultimate warrior who would run down the ring and shake the ropes and Hulk Hogan and like Papa Shango and stuff like that. That's what we're fighting. That, that's what people are fighting over. Like this is a form of entertainment where we're supposed to just chill out and enjoy. If you don't uh, listen, if you have a, a disagreement about something, just talk to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's easy. It's easy. Like I may not like Oscar. You may you may like it. Cool. Like we. That's fine. That that's where it needs to stop. <laughs> you know, uh, it, 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 it's funny you say that because I'm just gonna talk about a discussion I had on Twitter um, just a while back. This was this was around the same time where it was kind of like the uh, the Young Bucks versus the Usos conversation, and then somebody was just like. You are like I I, I say I, I tweeted something and somebody was like oh dog, are you serious and then I I just gave them you know like a simple uh you know explanation of just how I really feel about it you know like or just my perspective on it and they're just like you're crazy the young bucks are amazing and I was just like then what do we really, like what do we really have in this conversation for I just told him to eat a dig and I just kept it pushing <laughs> um just keep it pushing man like uh. I just ignore comments. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna come at me and like, um, and thankfully <laughs> I haven't had any of these interactions. A lot of people I've met over wrestling Twitter have been cool and stuff like that. But like with anything, like if you're gonna come at me, just like argue, argumentative. Like I'm not gonna respond. Not gonna I don't have the energy to do that. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, you know I mean, like I welcome like I got a lot everybody of and stuff like that. But like, <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm good. Like you guys, you can argue to somebody else. I don't have time for it. But. Yeah, um, and and just and just a throwaway comment before we get off this. Um, I've been I've been playing Final Fantasy VI to get away from all this, and I can't wait to start Final Fantasy VII to just completely disconnect. <laughs> yeah, do that too, yeah, everybody. That. Get off, get off the get off the social media for a little bit. Just take a breath. You know what I mean? Like maybe animal, animal crawl. Like when everybody was, you know, on their, uh, you know, pitchforks and uh, torches. Uh, I was on Animal Crossing, man. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to crossbreed these flowers, man. No, I mean, like, no, I mean, like, with that. Okay, well, yeah, Animal Crossing is dope. Like, go buy some turnips and stuff like, and, and, like, catch <laughs> some like uh, tarantulas. But I don't want to say. say 
because there are some real feelings behind this. Like some people may have gotten furloughed, some people may have gotten fired and stuff like that. And yeah. like maybe maybe that's wrapped up in this too. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to. <clears throat> some of it is just banter. Some of it is just I don't want to discount everybody. You know. Um. You know my my heart my heart goes out to like you know some of the, like the lesser known, uh, like uh you know um writers. Or, you know, possibly, like, cameramen, lighting dudes, uh, you know, the, like, the low-end workers of the WWE. Like, I really hope they're, uh, I really hope they, I, um, I, I don't know many, uh, I haven't seen many tweets from writers that just went, hey, like, I got fired today. But, you know, I think I'll be okay, you know? Uh, I think I only saw one of those tweets, but, um. Yeah, man. Ho- hopefully the writers and shit are safe, but like the wrestlers, I'm, I'm sure they're gonna be okay. I, I, I mean, just to close it, out, I hope everybody's okay. And it, that's just not wrestlers. That's everyone. <laughs> yeah. Because like, like I said, yeah, like, 22 million unemployed right now. You know, people are like people food are, banks are full with people. You know what I mean? Like people can't feed their families. People are trying to file for unemployment and can't get the benefits. Like I am. I'm praying and pulling for everybody. You know, it sucks. This is, yeah. this is a crazy, you know, situation where, like, people are looking at light in the tunnel. And hopefully you listen to the show and other shows like this on RNC Radio, like the A-Show, like First Responders, where we can kind of brighten your day a little bit. So, like, yeah. I'm glad that, you know, we have a um, where we can kind of talk about this and get our feelings out. Yeah. But now to our... Well, my favorite form of escapism that wasn't too great this week. Neither, neither show. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think um, I think we should start with a uh, let, let's start with AEW because I, I feel like we haven't started with AEW in a while. I think we may have done it. Now you know you're let's like let's start with AEW. Um, I'm going to start with I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to start with the end, and that's the no holds oh, okay. arena match. This match that shit went on forever. Well, well, it went on for a half an hour, thirty minutes, and where it hit a note for me is with with Moxley's entrance. It works with fans, and the fact that like he did it, <laughs> it, it, it he did it in an empty arena. I was like, okay, like this doesn't really work, and I was, I don't know what I was expecting, like. The fact that there were no fans there with the entire match, it added, it, it basically for me, it showed like how winded they got at the end. Because there were some, oh, there yeah. were some parts of the match where they were just kind of stalling. And I was thinking for a no holds barred empty arena match, this isn't as extreme as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think especially like with no fans being there, they probably should have tried to up the ante like in some shape or form. Um, I thought the finish was like super tamed, you know, just with the, um, the paradigm shift onto the chair. Um, I just thought that was like really regular stuff, you know? Um, it, and like, you kind of want to make like Jake Hager, like kind of look good. So Moxley would, try to throw everything and the kitchen sink at him, but uh, just the paradigm shift onto the chair. Um, what, a, what a really long time. No, it's just, you know, Jake Hager, they were building him up as being like this big Bellator guy, like this kind of like Moxley, uh, like, whoa, like what is Moxley going to do with him? And I just felt like this match, he just looked like a regular guy to me. Like he didn't even look overpowering. Like, it was just like, oh, they're just having a regular match, which was in the ring most of the time. Like, they did do some stuff outside of the ring. There was a chair involved, things like that. But, like, you know, like, uh, with how Moxley kind of broke out of the ankle lock twice, you know, in the fashion that he did. Like, it was weird. Like, towards the end, uh, Hager hits him in the ankle with the chair, and then he puts him in the ankle lock. And then, like, Moxley's in and he's cursing and stuff like that. And then he just breaks out of it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then, like, J.K. <laughs> hasn't lost, you know, who, who hasn't lost, you know, in AW yet. Gets his first 
lost in kind of a mediocre match, I thought. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, wasn't great by, uh, in by any means, but hopefully, uh, Moxley could move forward uh, and feud with someone outside of the inner circle. Um, I think it's going to be Jericho. Well, I think they're going to run that back. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, you know, um, hopefully the world returns to normal soon so, you know, we can get other uh, AEW talent back on the show. You good? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that was that was a real yawn. Like, that wasn't uh, <laughs> that wasn't scripted. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, that, that I, I think that's going to be kind of shitty if they go back to um, – Go back to Jericho because I don't want to see it. Also, Jericho and commentary this week still awful. They got to stop that. You do not good. You are not a fan of Jericho and commentary. I I think I think Cody is a way better commentator than he is. Yeah, because like Cody reminds me of like the eighty style commentators, like you know, like Gorilla Monsoon. Way like, better. Cut from, cut from that ilk. Jericho just sounds like an idiot that just you know just throw words together. I think I think he's great when uh when Sammy Guevara's in there. Yeah. Um but like during every other match he doesn't really add anything. He just throw words and hope stuff sticks. Um like his commentary for the Lance Archer match, uh uh the Lance Archer and Coca-Cola match, which uh we I guess we can go into. Um <laughs> just sucks. Just shut up. Like I don't I don't like I don't. I don't think he he knows who the hell Cocaban is. <laughs> I don't think him or Tony Schiavone actually knows who Cocaban is. Uh, so they they don't really give a shit about his like kind of like tribute to uh, Dusty with the uh, with the elbow. Um, they just call his moves whatever. <laughs> like I, I don't. I don't think uh, they got the rundown on Cocabana before that match started. I, I mean. Thinking about this, like, commentary is kind of in, like, a difficult spot, I guess, like, because you, you don't have your – because JR called the uh, the Hager John Moxley Max by, by himself. And, yeah, I thought that was okay. Well, I mean, it, it's obvious that JR needs somebody to kind of bounce off of. You know what I mean? Like, I oh, think, yeah. I think Shivani and Jericho are doing the best they can. Uh, at some points, like Jericho is a little bit overzealous, I would say. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. with his, he's he does his heel thing, but it's not like uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan or a thing like that. Like Bobby the Brain Heenan would kind of like add to the, or even yeah, like, early Jerry Lawler. Let's say early Jerry, not the one now, yeah. but like you know, what I mean? like, it's um, I I I just feel like um. They're kind of like scared to have like you know like kind of like radio silence or just you know just like nothing you know really being said because you know you don't really have like the backdrop of like an arena reaction you know uh, I, I think that they're, they're trying to with having wrestlers by uh, by ringside which I feel like they really need to stop. <laughs> Stop doing that. Well, they're trying to um, do something different because WWE has nobody, you know, in yeah. the crowd, so you hear everything. But you know why that they don't have people there, and I think it's very dangerous having those people ringside, especially so close together. They are not social distancing when they're in that crowd. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely not six feet apart. Like, come on, guys. Like, safety first, man. Um, but yeah, it, like common commentary means a lot to me, um, and especially it's going to mean so much more when you know you don't have the you know the backdrop of the arena. Like you're, you're all that I have to hear. Please make it enjoyable, <laughs> and Jericho just doesn't make it enjoyable. No, absolutely. Like it could make or break a match. Like you think of. Think of all these old matches like uh, Mankind and The Undertaker at Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he's broken in half. Or those uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> matches with JR. You know, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Or even Tony yeah. Schiavone uh, with WCW and when Sting used to come out. Or like when, you know, like they mm-hmm. they make moments. 
And I think with these empty arena shows, it's just hard. It's just really, it's really hard. You have nothing to play off of. Uh, <clears throat> like you can tell, like even with some of the with NXT and AEW, like it's like they try to play up to a crowd, and it's just like, dude, there's nobody there. You know, like it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's just hard to like make a suspension of disbelief in AEW when in the crowd it's other wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like it's indie yeah. wrestlers, like yay. You know what I mean? Like. You got the face side I, on the left, and then you have the heel side on the right. I miss uh, I miss Nigel McGuinness and Bex, uh, Beth Phoenix on commentary. Man, I'm not I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I think uh, I think Tom Phillips and Byron uh, Saxon are doing some cool stuff, but I, I, I miss Nigel. No, but this is AEW. Uh... Yeah, we gotta <laughs> sorry bring uh, it back. My fault. That's all good. Uh, Lance Archer, Colt Cabana, they were the quarterfinal match. It was all right. Thought it was okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, Lance of- Archer not not manhandling as much as he usually does because Colt Cabana is much bigger, but uh, he he still manhandled him uh, doing the uh, doing the blackout. I mean, like much, uh, his finisher. Of this, much of this AEW episode reminded me of. Uh, an old WWF superstars thing where you would have a marquee match and then you had uh, basically, you know, the matches where they were squash matches because there were a lot of them. Britt had one. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Guevara had one with uh, Pineapple Pete. And then he had, and then, you know, Sean Spears had one. So it was just, you know, they're trying to, yeah. they're, they're trying to fill out an episode here. You don't have your regular roster, and you know MJF. He's in New York. A lot of you know Nyla Rose is wherever she. You can't fly her in right now. It would be dangerous. Yeah. Uh. So like AEW is in a predicament because like a lot of people don't live in Florida. Like I NXT that might be a little bit more different. Other you know than you know Pete Dunne who's in the UK. Like a lot of a lot yeah. of aren't there. Like you're gonna be seeing Guevara, Sabin, uh, Orange Cassidy, Jimmy Havoc. You're gonna be seeing a lot of them in these episodes because that's who was available. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, it, it it's just like you know uh, when you like it is like superstars, and for me, where it's just like there's a bunch of squash matches. Um, it's kind of boring like this is really just a two-match show um yeah and you might not even like either or match which i I find that is very scary um it 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 is what it is like uh you know moxie retains and uh lance archer goes on to uh you know he goes on to the finals or quarterfinals whatever um or semifinals yeah um that's it. Now we just wait for next week for the next set of tournament matches to happen, and you know uh, that's it. Yeah, like yeah. they're, they're it, like we we try to stretch it out as much as we can, well, but I like mean, the, yeah, the well, show is really nothing. Yeah, these shows are going to try to do that, but it, that's yeah. you know until this is over, this is what you're going to get. Next week you got Orange Cassidy versus Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara, uh, Allen yeah uh, Kip Saban versus Dustin. And uh, Kenny Omega is going to be in mm-hmm. action. Let's go over to NXT. Finn Balor is back somehow because I thought he was overseas. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, it, it was probably pre-taped. Well, I believe he lives in Orlando. Well, yeah, he could be. Uh, yeah. he, he fought Fabian Eichner. I thought it was a good match. I don't know when we're ever yeah. going to get Walter versus Finn. Uh, they could keep building to that, but as you saw this week, yeah. they did that, and then they kind of did a swerve because Finn and Velveteen Dream are going to be fighting next week. Yep. Uh, can't wait. Uh, does Dream win? I think... I don't know what the plans are going to be because uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to move Undisputed Air to Raw or SmackDown right now. I don't know if you're going to save that. So if you want to 
prolong. It would be a it'd be a seamless transition. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to do that. So if you want to prolong that for as long as possible, I guess you wait. You know, have Adam Cole just wait and see it out. Maybe the undisputed era get involved, and then they beat up Dream and Finn at the end. And in the meantime, while Finn is waiting to challenge Walter again, you you know you kind of do that for a little bit for a summer program, and then just kind of see if things get better by July. I want to say, yeah, it, it already seems like this is going to stretch out into June. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that hopefully, um, ho- hopefully uh, the Walter. Uh, no, uh, the Walter and Finn match can happen. Uh, yeah, relatively soon. Um, but you told me that the pay per view was like pushed back all yeah, the way to pushed, goddamn yeah, October. It's, yeah, it's so that's October. that's insane. They might uh, they might have to scrap it. Fuck it. Uh, well, but yeah, you're, you're uh, I do think Dream, Dream has. Oh, yeah, he lives in Austria. You know what I mean? Like it's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's just gonna have to say fuck it. Just who cares? Uh, let, let just let Walter move. Uh, just right on to uh, Dragon off, and then keep it pushing from there. Um, but I, uh, I think I think Dream would have to get a definitive finish here, or I, I hope so. I hope he gets like a because uh, he he'll be one of the few dudes that uh, well he would be the only dude that beat Finn since returning. Well, I think the match is going to go a little bit like this. Finn is going to be dominant for most of it. This is how Dream matches are, like, <laughs> yeah, the formula. Yeah, Dream takes a lot of damage. He uh, he rallies, and then you know maybe he gets the win there. If you want him to be the heir apparent to Adam Cole, then uh, then you would have him win. But it's just like, all right, well, the expense of Finn, like, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting time how they're going to handle this and uh, NXT because you can't get the whole roster there, I don't think. Uh, Akira Tozawa and Isaiah Scott uh, B-block match. thought this was really good. <laughs> yeah. It feels, it feels kind of cool to say that, a B-block match. <laughs> well, that's what this, uh, yeah, that's what, the, uh, yeah, that's what this tournament is. It's the best of the Super Cruisers. Yeah. I uh, I like it a lot. Uh, Tazawa is showing, you know, he's money, man. Him, him, and Isaiah Scott are money. Uh, they're 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 two really great wrestlers. Um, they have a they have a banger of a match here. Um, I would I would like to see Tazawa take it. Fuck it, let him be another. Uh, let him be cruiserweight champion again. Uh with. El Hijo del Fantasma in that block, I don't know if that's going to happen. And then you got Kushida <laughs> in the other block. So, like, I, I oh, would pick Kushida uh, in block A. <laughs> uh, Kushida versus Tozawa in the finals? I'm, I'm fucking with it. I like I like the sound of that. I mean, don't, I mean, don't count out Swerve. Don't count out Swerve, you know he lost. Oh, yeah. Uh... Uh, I I won't, but like uh, there's a, there's a lot of great matches that could come out of the uh, this uh, tournament here, especially in the finals. Yeah, Raquel uh, Gonzalez and Tegan Knox. Oof. What, uh, what, what, why oof? Um, I yeah, like uh, I when when I was watching it, I was just like, oh, she lost. You know that kind of puzzled me, but then I it it, it just like it took me out of it, up. like um. Yeah, it was a roll up, and like the match was pretty short. <laughs> Three minutes. Uh, yeah, it 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 was a very uh, in and out and set up for next week. Um, yeah, like it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you got Tegan the Shotzi versus uh, Raquel and Dakota. Tag match. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, shocking that uh, Candice LeRae didn't come to the aid of her sister. Uh, Tegan, uh, Tegan Knox here. Well, Candice is. Uh, I, I would suppose that her and Johnny are in back in the storyline. I think. Mm. Uh, I don't know how that's going to play out, but I would imagine that Candice and Johnny are going to go against another uh, duo. Where we'll, we'll talk about in a, in a bit. Uh, but, okay. 
Dexter Loomis, uh, the creepiness keeps on going here. Uh, not only did I like what they did with the match, I like what they did with the tag match where it just randomly shows him staring at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dexter Loomis is pretty cool, man. Brian Fury. <laughs> like, uh, like, um, now I'm iron- like, uh, now ironically, enough, I'm like, uh, Wednesday was okay. the 20th anniversary of American Psycho, and Dexter <laughs> Loomis is playing like some like psycho stalker just, guy. Just a weird character. When uh, when he's gonna cut his first promo, that's gonna like really make or break him. <laughs> but I, excuse me, um, I'm I'm really enjoying his uh, in ring work here, and I think the uh, you know the creepy character work is very interesting. Um, Soon enough, uh, I feel like they should like kind of like do something else to like uh, his ring gear because I feel like you could make him look a little more scary or a little more you know like spooky if he's not wearing khakis. Um, the khakis and the gloves, really? Like that shit is crazy. <laughs> the gloves, the gloves, fine. The black shoes, fine. The khakis, probably swap that out for like black, you know, black jeans with like you know probably like. A blood stain, kind of like, uh, or you know, uh, kind of like a Jay White where there's like uh, cuts and shit on it or something. They, they're just gonna have to do something. You can make him a lot more scary when he's not in uh, fucking uh, <laughs> Jake from State Farm khakis, man. But I think that adds to the creepiness, like with with horror. Basically, subtlety is everything. So, like the fact yeah. that like this guy could be living next to you and plotting your end. While you're walking down the street. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. What is this guy staring at me for? Why does he have gloves on? This guy has khakis. That's weird as <laughs> shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Like black shoes. Like Obviously, he is planning to discard them or not get anything on them yeah. or at point to try, you know, hide. Yeah. He's wearing yeah. you know, the gloves to hide the murder weapon. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. Like He's, a, he's an interesting character. I like that mm-hmm. they're bringing some character stuff back to NXT. And uh, I want to see where this goes. Like, who is he going to challenge? Is he going to challenge Matt Riddle? Because he's looking at their tag match. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you you can get that going for a while to just like take the heat take the heat off the uh, the tag belts because they they were defended tonight. So you know Matt Riddle has another thirty days uh, where he gets off scot free until uh, you know Malcolm Bivens comes back with the boys, be like, I want a title match. So, uh, yeah, the main event was Matt Riddle joined by Timothy Thatcher versus Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong. I thought this was a good introduction to Timothy Thatcher. I was excited for him to get signed. Uh, yeah. What did you think? This is, um, I, I, I like it a lot where it's just like Pete Dunne is just like, I found somebody to replace me. And, you know, uh, on commentary, they kind of play up that, like, oh, you know, they don't have, you know, they don't have that problem where they have to, you know, kind of get used to working with each other, where it's just like, he's kind of, he's kind of like Pete Dunne. So if you like Pete Dunne, you're going to like Timothy Thatcher. Uh, You know, if Matt Riddle's your, uh, I mean, if Pete Dunne's your uh, tag partner, Timothy Thatcher is a pretty good replacement. Um, I, th- uh, I thought he lived in goddamn. Uh, I thought he lived in the UK, but I think it's really cool that he's uh, here in Orlando. Um, if Pete Dunne miraculously comes back or something, I definitely think they should have. Uh, you know, just have the stable. I know every. I know everybody was just like. Uh, Instantly, you know, throw him into Imperium or just like throw him in uh, around with Walter. But I think he'll be in a, a much better position with uh, Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle there. Yeah, because Walter, Walter's his boy, so like you yeah. know, like him and Imperium. But I'm mean, like five people in Imperium. I don't know about that. You know? It is it, it's just like people want the thing that happened on the Indies, but it's just like you know, there's a much you know. There's, there's a lot of possibilities that could happen, and him working with Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle is one of them, and I think that would be great. Um, sucks that we pro- uh, we won't be seeing him in Bloodsport anymore, even though he hasn't won a match. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you want to listen to Josh Barnett, he wants Rusev or Kurt Angle. Uh, yawn. 
because you ain't got a building booked, buddy. So I don't really care. <laughs> well, you can't book. Obviously, you can't book now. But I just don't think yeah. that uh, Kurt Angle is is in any uh, position or any physical shape to do a blood sport right now. Now, if yeah, it was 10 years ago, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> sign me the hell up. Rusev. But uh, I th- I think Rusev will come back. I, well, I mean, Rusev. That, that, that that's just personal. Personally, I'd see Rusev in a blood sport. I think uh, that'd be cool. Uh, I just hope he doesn't go against like a Dan Severin or something. I don't think that. I mean, if this was Dan Severin fifteen years ago, <laughs> that would be really dope. Yeah. But, like, really dope. We're talking we're Dan talking Severin now. Yeah, which is you know people still try to hype it up, but all his blood sport matches have been but. <laughs> but uh, let, let, let's get into the, uh, the 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 ending here with Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, gonna, oh, um, round out with that. Go ahead. Yeah, Tommaso Ciampa. You know he. I I, uh, I know on Twitter a lot of people were just like, "Oh no, uh, did they lie? I thought this was going to be the final B." And it's just, it's clear that you know we're we're slowly moving away from it. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa just gives Johnny, uh, you know. He just admits to defeat, and he's just like, "You won." You well, know, well, he, he might have won by. It is yeah, the final beat. He said it was over, and he said, "Yeah, he, he said it was over." He was just like, "You know, you you beat me. I'm not even going to be mad about the means." You know, uh, you won, and then he just proceeds to get his, uh, you know, his ass handed to backstage or wherever he's recording, and I I, I think like them not changing the camera angle at all was really cool. I like I like the one shot, uh, you know, just uh, leaving the camera there. Yeah, he got attacked by Carrion Cross, uh, otherwise known as Killer Cross, and the boot would be Scarlet Bordeaux, obviously. Uh, I think that this is going to be a really good feud. You can also you kind of go into the little the Psycho Killer uh, Champa a little bit, especially with if you've seen Killer Cross's other work, he's a really good he's really good on the mic and he's a good wrestler. So I think this is yeah. a really good introductory food for him in NXT. I, I am stoked for this. I don't know where Johnny goes. I don't know where Johnny and Candace goes. Don't um, care. Don't care. Don't care. But, um, <laughs> uh, wait, uh, before before we uh, round out, I just want to talk about the Charlotte promo real quick. Um, I thought it was really amazing. Um, I know a lot of people are upset about Charlotte, you know, being – NXT Women's Champion, you know, but I think in that promo where, she, you know, she's like really healing it up, but I, I, I think she was doing, you know, like she, she was being, an, you know, she was being an asshole when she said she was like being generous, but I do think she was like being very, like actually very generous and giving, uh, you know, Mia Yim, the, uh, uh, did she say it was going to be a championship match? Um, she didn't clarify. She, she just said that oh, okay. she's just fighting Mia Yim. Yeah, uh, I, th- I thought that was really cool. Like, she and she kind of makes it clear why she's in NXT. You know, she dominated Raw and SmackDown. Like, you know, she's done there. Everybody talks about how great the women's division in NXT is, and you know, she wants to see what all the talk is about. And now, you know, we we might not see the. Uh, you know, the Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley match, who she puts over in the promo. Um, you know, we don't know uh, when the championship match between her and Io are going to happen, but, you know, she wants to see what she all the... Uh, she puts over everybody in the promo. Everybody. She puts over yeah. the whole entire division. Yeah, and it's just like, you you guys think Charlotte is, like, going to ruin NXT or some shit, or, like, she's, like, this, you know, this big bad or whatever, but, you know, she... She's she's doing a lot for the women out there, uh, and it it you know they made it make sense, <laughs> and that's all I can ask him to do. Um, it doesn't, uh, you know. She says that Rhea Ripley might recover and come back, you know. So like she's not completely out of this, uh, you know, the title scene, and uh, uh, that's cool. Uh, just to round out, running out with like a couple comments about that. Charlotte and NXT is fresh. Uh, she's fresh. got a whole bunch of fresh. Competitors there, Tegan Knox, Io Shirai, Mia Yim, uh, the list goes on. Uh, she, you know what I mean? Like, it also bridges kind of the past thing that what they did with Finn Balor, 
Like, you know what I mean? Like one of the first champions, one of the their biggest champions coming back and staking claim is past, present, and future meeting. I think it was good for Charlotte because she was kind of spinning her wheels uh, in Raw and SmackDown. There's not really anything for her. So, like, yeah, like have her do bangers with, you know, EO and, uh, you know, uh, Candice. And, the best and women. Mia and, uh-huh. like, yeah. <laughs> So you got one of the best female wrestlers in the best women's division. So I'm all for it. I I agree. That is our show for this week. Uh, as always, you can follow us at RNC Radio Live on Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to our channels on basically everywhere: Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, everywhere to get away. You know, get through for your quarantine needs. Uh, just a program and note: uh, the Thirty for Thirty Last Dance is coming on. You know about the Bulls at ESPN on Sunday night. We have a new podcast. The RSBN boys will be doing chronicling each week. Uh, the first episode mm-hmm. debuts on Monday, April twentieth. We have, of course, a new ep- two episodes of the A Show. Uh, they kick off the Essential Era. They they talk about Ronda Rousey's comments <laughs> in the first episode. Uh, maybe Brawl for All and uh, Money in the Bank. They also discuss you know the recent unfortunate layoffs uh the big eyes podcast is back with jamal talks about my hero academia on uh, promise neverland uh of course the uh black variant boys are there back they talk about daredevil and they also introduce a new segment called read along uh of course recalling saul episode eight is up uh we're nearing the uh season finale for that uh, mm-hmm. Before we go, anything else that you'd like to add, Cyrus? Um, no. Nah, uh, for for myself, at least, uh, there is no spot callers. Uh, I I think it might happen uh, this uh, this month. I don't know, but if it doesn't happen this month, you can always just go back and listen to the Stardom episode or the Zona Twenty Three episode that I did with Mark from uh, RSPN. Um, but yeah, that, that that's it for me. Uh, I'm trying to stay safe, trying to get through uh, Final Fantasy VI. All right, everybody, uh, be safe, stay safe. Uh, you know, stay inside, protect yourselves when you do go out, and we will talk to you next week.